And welcome to the South Road, boys. That was a bit jaunty. <laughs> it came across as very sprite. Yeah, sprightly. We don't always go sprite from the start. We maybe go a bit energetic and loud at the start. Try to sprite. Try to lift things up and yeah. get into it. Well, because we go from obviously you're sitting here thinking, oh, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do to suddenly, hey, welcome to the Saturday yeah. Boys? <laughs> and also, it's the end of the day. So, yeah. You know. Now. Oh, no. I've been naughty. <laughs> okay. I was inspired. This by- is, there's a lot of areas this can cover, by the way. There is. I was mm. inspired by a friend of mine, uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinny, who lives in Sydney. I have heard Clinton's name mentioned before in conversations from our past. There you go. So Clinny, um, Clinny. 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 Clinny posted on Facebook um, him going to an Apple store and walking up to one of the Apple speakers. They call him a core. A core. There you go. And said... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even register. I noticed. It I was just, looking at it. I'm going. And I was waiting fuck. for it, and then clonk. Yep. That penny just dropped. Move Big on with the story. Mom. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> thanks. And then, so he goes up and says, "Hey Siri, play my back." <laughs> Apparently, there's a song called "My Back." I know the song. Yeah. Yep. And then walked away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then apparently the speaker starts playing this song. So. At work, we have a zone um, in my current employer where we don't allow mobile phones in that area. Right. It's just one of those things. So people put their phones, there's a, there's a desk near that area, and people put their phones there. It's just a policy. No one really cares. And then if your phone rings, you walk across the invisible line, or it's actually a tape line, mm-hmm. and then you can take your phone call. They were doing something else, and there was three phones there, and they were all iPhones. So I walked up to them and then went, oh. hey, Siri, set an alarm for 6 o'clock. And then, hey, Siri, set an alarm for 6.01. <laughs> hey, Siri, set an alarm for 6.02, which was about 20 minutes down the track. And then off I went, wandered away <laughs> and put them all down. 20 minutes passed and I'm sitting quite a fair way away. Yeah. And all of a sudden his phone, Gold. This person walks up and goes, oh, fuck, what's the alarm going on my phone? So is this a case of, obviously you can normally lock the Apple phones. So these are phones that just weren't locked. Like surely you just can't walk up to any Apple no, phone you and can. set it. If really? They're, if they've enabled Siri, you don't have to unlock the phone to do certain functions. So you don't have to unlock a phone to be able to take a photo. Right. But you need to, it, un- yeah. And you with, can, like with my friends, I can set it so so you have to, yes. or I can leave the setting so you don't have to. Yeah, but when the phone's locked, you can take a photo, but you can only view the photo that you've taken. That's right. But you can't go through the rest of the album. Yeah, you can only look at the dick pic you just took for your mate. Exactly. Yeah, but you can't send it to him without unlocking the phone. Yep. It's the same with this sort of thing. So you can quickly do a quick function if they've enabled that, or if they haven't disabled the function. I think it comes as standard, so you have to actually go on and disable it. Which people don't think of. Which people don't think of. Because who's going to walk up to a phone that they don't own and tell it to send an alarm? <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, it loses. <laughs> so this person has dealt with their Fuck alarm, me. walked back to their station. <laughs> a minute later, another person's going, Fuck, that's my phone. Walks over, oh. <laughs> turns it off, goes back to their station. A minute later, <laughs> third person. I'm crying in tears. Has someone picked up? Like, have the other two people seen that they've... Oh, there was this... There was... What the bloody hell is happening? Why have our phones all... And they were... I I then walked casually over, trying to hide my tears of joy. Because <laughs> you're like me. Yeah. When you hit a funny patch, it's hard to hide it, your feelings. It really is. And, um, and all I could hear was them. I didn't actually approach them. I just walked past to hear the conversation of... There must be some sort of system update or something that sets an alarm. I don't know why our phones. Oh, so that's something I'm going to look forward to tomorrow as well. <laughs> that's funny. So big shout out to the roadies. If you've got an iPhone, don't let people do it or disable the function because um, they'll be able to do that sort of shenanigans. You, that has got to be the most serious start oh, to a podcast we've had. Well done. Well played. Mm, yeah. I like it. Don't be alarmed. There's more to come. <gasps> really? Yes. <laughs> Uh, how'd you like them apples? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking, it's 
It's like you Ben Affleck. It is. No, the Matt, Matt is, Damon. It's all going to crumble from here. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Got nothing else. What's going on in your world? Oh, there's been a bit going on. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to talk about the two biggest things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones ended. GOT ended now. Gone forever. We had some, what I believe, very inaccurate, hard-hitting, bleeding-edge fake spoilers on this show. I don't know if bleeding-edge is the best description. Well, Look, it, it is if you watch the show. Yeah. A lot of bleeding-edges on that show. A lot show. of bleeding-edges. How I would like to know from someone who's actually now watched those shows, mm-hmm. did one and or all of those fake spoilers in some guys, I'm not saying it was 100% accurate, right? Did Gillian Anderson lead an army, then get sucked into a time vortal where they became the unscullied to defeat the zombie army? Did that happen? No, that did not happen. But I still appreciate the fact that you included somehow Gillian in a Game of Thrones fake spoiler. I thought you would. What about the werewolves? Were you liking that? <laughs> there were no werewolves. But just to cross over, did you see my Facebook post that I put up this? I love that. I yep. liked it. Like and share. Like and share. Like I did like and share. And, uh, and shared it. I was laughing just making it. <laughs> so if you haven't been to my Facebook page, Roadies, go and check it out. Yes. Find the werewolf. Uh, we're, we're scared and we're, we're caring for the plight of the werewolf. Mm. 97% of these poor animals. Gone. Gone. All because of their luscious fur. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, and their delicious meat. <laughs> yeah, so show your support. Yep. Share that post. Like and share. Like and share. Like and share. Oh, I did so no, there were no werewolves. No werewolves. Um, did... What else do we have? Do we have... Oh, <laughs> no, they're all so oh, Did we have <laughs> Sir Elton John do any theme songs? No, there were no oh, theme closer, songs. Tiny Lannister. <laughs> uh, look... It's not a look. It is a spoiler, but look, anyone that loves Game of Thrones is not going to wait a week and a half to watch it. So, so you're about to give a real. It's a real spoiler, but um, a real spoiler. From I was over very, a week I was ago. very happy to know that the tiny Lannister, yes, made it through to the end. Nice. He is a character that he starts off as a just someone who drinks wine and fucks a lot of women. Yeah. He's, he's a scoundrel. He's a drunk. He's Ltd. A, he's the loser the of the family. Um, he feels as though he's been downtrodden his entire life. Yep. Um, and then he becomes this wise soul. It's actually his character transition from the start mm. through to the end uh, was the most pleasing by a hundredfold. Mm. And he is such a good actor. I think I've said this before that I forget that he's a little person. Mm, I as, forget. As, we, as you should. He is just spectacular. He he's was great in X Men. Yeah, I can't wait to see him in more stuff. Mm. He's the kind of person. If he was in a film, I would go to the cinema and I would watch that film because he's involved. Because he puts in. Yeah, and he was excellent in um a fucking not Endgame, the other one. Oh, um, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. He played a big little person. <laughs> played a, the massive dwarf. Yeah, yeah, he was good. No, I really like him. He yep. was great. So, but so no, uh, there were no Elton John classics, right? Was there any little fingering of dragons? <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> uh, but no, there were no little fingers uh, in anything. Actually, right. yeah, oh. there was. There was a little bit of stabby going on. Was there boobies? But. There were no boobies. So it's not stabby, booby, stabby, booby, stabby, stabby, booby? No, look, it has been. Oh, in the past. Not this episode. Oh. No, there was just no time for it. Sometimes mm. there's no time for boobs. I don't know what? when those times <laughs> are, but apparently Game of Thrones says not no. in the final episode. Fair enough. Mm. All right. So that was GOT, season finale. Well, a whole lot. Yeah. Finale, finale. You know the thing that annoys me, though? It's not that it's ended. Um, right. Because all good things come to an end. It's just how it is. Well, not all good things, you know. Did they leave on a win? Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a wholly negative ending. But it wasn't, it wasn't the vinegar strokes. It wasn't the oh, ending that you're after. No, <laughs> no. But look, I enjoyed it. It was great. But sure. the thing that annoys me the most, the thing that just shits me the most, uh-huh. and this isn't just the finale. Mm. This is the last probably three, four episodes. This fucked up. Fucking, 
reality people believe they're in of entitlement mm. where if they're not happy with something, they want to have a do-over. They want a mulligan. So they started a petition right, oh, to, redo, to redo the last season of Game of Thrones because all these little fucking piss ants mm. aren't happy with something that they didn't create, that yes. they haven't put their heart and soul into, yes. that they haven't acted in, that they haven't written. Or paid for. <laughs> yeah, or a lot of them haven't paid for um, uh, because they just didn't like it. Fuck you. But you what, don't get to like everything. But, they don't, but G, the people who make GOT are not making it for everyone to like. Well, they can't. They're going, we have people who will like it. Other people won't. And look, and yeah, this thing okay. saying, oh, you know, the season's been rushed or that happened to your back or that character changed their, their character trait too quickly and all the rest. Look, it's a fucking fictional Stop show. Stop it. It's not very often we actually get a fitting ending to a great show. Um, it's not Firefly. The only, the only, no, it's not <laughs> the only beautiful, perfect ending I've ever known to a series mm. is Six Feet Under. Now, if people right. haven't seen Six Feet Under, it is a phenomenal show. That's it's me. probably... Jeez, it's probably 15 plus years old now. Still holds up? Um, it actually does. I've hmm. watched it all the way through a few times. But the last episode yep. tears me up every time. It's beautiful. It's Perfect. amazing. MASH was one of those. Yeah. See, I haven't seen the final episode of MASH, and I was never a big MASH fan. And there's a lot of people who are haters. It's not that. I, I love MASH. Like, if it's on. Yeah. That's a great show. But that, at the time, and for many, many years after, was the most watched television show finale like, that episode was the most watched thing on television, like, ever. Yep. So, fucking, you know, you're not going to please everyone, so just get you off just, their dicks and get not. over it. Well, look, just be um, very thankful that you've had this amazing series. Well, it's just had incredible be characters, incredible special effects. Mm -hmm. It's looked phenomenal. It's broken ground for television mm -hmm. in what we can actually do on television. Not viewer numbers, but what people can do with television. Dragons, for crying out loud. Yeah, you know, to the Dragons. point to the point now where, I um, mean, those new shows coming out where they've actually got a budget of a million dollars an episode. Yeah. Like, oh, that's actually... Winning. That's, that's not a lie. I mean, that's not a lie. That is a lie. It, well, tens of millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, well, because Battlestar was <laughs> a million an episode, yeah. I think. Um, but it's just a phenomenal amount of money. Yeah, and... You know what? Be happy you got the last season and they didn't ax it after season oh, seven. It could have happened. Fucking oath, it could have. And then everyone would have been, but oh, so One of my favourite shows that I've been watching up. recently, last few years, is Into the Badlands. Mm. Um, that just finished season three. The show is finished. Yes. Cliffhanger. Oh, that would be pissing Now, there off. is the, the possibility that another network will take it up, and that does happen in this day and age. Yeah, but if they're not getting the numbers, why would someone That's, pay to get it done? That's why. We saw, We've had this argument before, haven't we? We or, have many times. Yep, in which I believe film to endings. No. I, I believe film to endings. If you don't know if you've got a continuing show, yep. film to endings. If you find out you've been re-signed, the, show the cliffhanger ending. If... You find out that you're axed, it won't go on, show the ending that finishes the show, and then when you release it on DVD or put it on digital networks, then have the other episode available as an extra. No, but then you don't hold, then you've lost all your bargaining power with the network to get the fans to write in and say, we need an ending to it. Oh, yeah, but look, do petitions really work? Everyone loves a petition. Fuck me, when Collingwood lost the grand final, there was a petition. Stop being so fucking entitled. Yeah, but, you didn't play the game. But a, but, a bun, <laughs> but a bunch of pages with X written on them doesn't constitute uh, a, a bloody yes. petition. Anyway. Fuck. Online petitions are just the bane of my existence. Are they, they don't really? don't fucking do anything, people. Just stop it. <laughs> stop thinking because you sign an online petition. You don't even sign it. You print your fucking name and put an email address. It doesn't mean jack shit. And that's most of that's that. Name and email address is about a thousand times more than most online petitions. <laughs> a click here is not an online no, petition. No, it's not. Because I, I thought, and this is my very South Road Boys worth of research and understanding, is that for a petition to be valid, one would have thought you needed the name, address, and contact details of the person signing it. I'd have thought so. And look, maybe those details are on there. You know why? I don't know this. Because I don't fucking sign anyone. <laughs> you know why? Because I don't them. do anything. <laughs> It's a waste of time, Joe. So, roadies, if you know of an online petition that has actually affected change in any way, yeah, and don't not this isn't just oh yeah, no, I did prove it, fucking did. Yeah, here's the petition. Yeah, it's of not what my I was mate, trying to it's change. Not my brother's friend said it worked. Yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> no, because 
He's a lying bastard, and we all know it. Yep. And especially when he drinks. So, fucking, that's not a valid story. <laughs> very weird Chinese fucking whisper, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Ni hao ma to all our roadies from China. Now, <laughs> what's your other win? Um, or what's your other thing? Your other yeah, big thing. It wasn't another win. The other one. Yes. Uh, grumpy Cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, this is how non-hip to the groove I am. It wasn't until you posted the death of Grumpy Cat. Oh, Grumpy Crap. Grumpy Crap? See, it gets me so emotional. Like, Orphan, I, talk talk I didn't know who Grumpy Cat was. I oh, really? I, didn't, I don't spend that much time online, obviously. Grumpy Cat was he was like a worldwide phenomenon. But I must have seen... I, I know I've seen the, the Grumpy Face, but I never realised it was a phenom that it was. I thought it was just, oh, it's a meme. You know but, what else a lot of people didn't realise? Tell me. Grumpy Cat was a girl. A lot of people didn't know that. No, and I didn't know that Grumpy Cat was almost a millionaire. Grumpy Cat's done all right. Well, because Grumpy Cat sold- Grumpy Cat's a movement. <laughs> yeah, well, what I read, because then once I realised what Grumpy Cat was, I read an article that said that um, a company in the US paid for licence of the image of Grumpy Cat for their product. And for X Grumpy Latte or something like that, I think it was a coffee shop or a coffee chain or whatever. Yep. And then that chain decided to take liberties with the image of Grumpy Cat and started merching more and more products using its oh, likeness. sneaky. And the owners of the trademark of Grumpy Cat's image said, no, 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 we entered into agreement for Grumpy Chino or whatever it happens to be. <laughs> Grumpy Chino. Something like that. Um, we didn't license something else. And they got, I think it was, and this is a South Road worth of research, it was either 570 or $970,000 because of breach of trademark. Mind you, it was done in the US, so obviously their legality suits are probably worth a bit more than what they are anywhere else on the planet. But yeah, so... Was a good little learner. Was old Grumpy Cat. Yeah, Grumpy Cat's done well. And I hear that. What was it? Something he must have had a stroke or something. That that's the reason. No, oh, I don't he know was, how he, he was born with a, a type of. I don't know the politically correct way of saying this. <laughs> okay. Like I think a, he like a had or a cat version, like of Down syndrome. Okay. And that's why his face was the way it was. Ah. And that's not to say that that's a derogatory term. It's just that's there was that's how it was likened to me. That's who she was. She owned it in the very, very small amount of research that I did. <laughs> now, speaking of deaths, yeah, I knew we'd get to this one eventually. Did you? Is it time? Yeah, because I mean, you can't have been in Australia for the last week without being elbows deep in politics. I know. Yeah, let's, let's... Now, we don't need to speak politics. No. Um, but as we predict... Well, as we said, we do have a Prime Minister. Well, we have a Prime Minister. Yeah. So, Scotty, one, Scotty, two, hottie, got up on the weekend it against is. the sports bet odds. Yeah, which just cracks me up. Why? Yes. I don't understand. Why would sports bet... For those who... Okay, for those who haven't caught up with the sports bet finale of the political regime... Yes. Uh, sports bet paid out on the Labor bets. Yes couple of days prior to the election. Yes. Because I said, it's a done deal. It's like, locked the, the, in. The odds now are ridiculous. Like, you've, you've got it. It's done. It's finished. Paid out. Yes. If there's a chance that the opposition or the other person or another party can win, why would they pay out early? Because... What's their reasoning, Joe? Give me a little bit of Joeism. Joeism. Okay. Because I'm going to use all my worldly knowledge. And there is a lot of it. There is. Hmm. That's why I added ism to it. Wagering, anyone. wagering operators, and this happens in the, the horse racing industry as well. Mm -hmm. The wagering industry is a very competitive market. So you cannot go online or watch any sporting event with it, without at least half a dozen different sporting or betting wagering operators saying, use our app. You do know that there is betting available by the time you've watched events. Correct. <laughs> so there are quite a few out there. They're all wanting you to bet with them. So they need to give you something as an incentive to to bet with them. Yep. So some of those will say, if you bet 10 bucks, we'll give you $10 worth of betting credit. It's not $10 cash, but you can bet 20 bucks 
we'll match it. And if you if you win, then you get the value of twenty dollars instead like, of ten. I do a bit of um, betting on AFL on sports bet. Yeah, there and you there'll go. be cases if your team is up twenty four points in any game. Yep, they'll pay it automatically whether they want to lose. Perfect. That kind of thing has happened. So that's too. the sort of thing. So some wagering operators will, um, with horse racing, they will pay at the post. So they won't wait. They'll pay you out at the post. So if you your horse comes through and you present your betting slip, you get paid out automatically, regardless of whether or not there is, um, uh, uh, what's it called? A fucking, not a foul. Um, oh, yes, I know what you mean. I can't Stewards think of the inquiry. Word. Yeah, an inquiry, yep. So they'll pay out on that. And sometimes wagering operators will do that with sporting events like your footy um, and political events. It makes you feel safer with your money well, or with your bet. Well, you get there and go, you know what, I, can, I know I'm going to get paid out quicker because that's what it's about, instant gratification. That's what wagering is about because no one who wages full-time, they make a shit ton of money and it's not because they're losing all the time. Wagering operators, make no mistake, are winning. So to pay out a couple of people before a steward's inquiry is called or before an election is finished, yes, they may lose a little bit, but the odds are dramatically in their favour that it won't make a difference. Unfortunately for them, they got it wrong. 1.3 million wrong. But that's all. Like, it sounds like a lot of money, but for a waging operator, 1.3, whatever. You know, they, they just don't care. Because all the other people who who because it wasn't everyone who who bet with them got their money it was only a few yeah is my understanding uh, uh now I'm assuming it would have been complete payout hmm maybe anyway I don't so, think they can pick and choose uh, I did laugh though uh, they took the piss out of themselves a little bit after the event you have to uh, and they had a, a picture of Clive up they said yep we blew one point three million. Could have been 80 mil, though, couldn't it, Clive? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reality. You know, make no mistake, they are going to make that money back. At the oh, they'll make race. it back. But it is funny that they, they paid out on Labor, yes. and then they would have then paid out on Liberal as well. Yeah, exactly. So, look, you don't win them all. You do not. But you know what? They, they, they've got the Autumn Carnival in Sydney. They would, they'll be making shit loads of money out of it. Don't worry about it. But one of the reasons why here that the Labor didn't win the election was because the death... I was going to say, is this a fake spoiler? No. ...was the death of a former Prime Minister, mm. taking away the spotlight from someone who was running. Bill was running for the seat really? for Prime Minister. Yeah, is, is that the reason they're giving, is it? Well, they're saying... Well, I mean, there's many reasons, but one of the reasons is that people went, oh, Bob was a pretty good Prime Minister. Is this bloke like him? No, let's vote for the other fella. I don't know what it was. I, I'm not getting into politics. No, I think not. a lot of it was plainly because people just didn't like Bill Shorten. There you go. I really think that's it. But the let's jump off that though. Bob Hawke won all. <laughs> Celebrity Deadpool. Cannot believe <laughs> it's it. Real? It's happened. <laughs> what are the odds? There are runs the first on the person board. that dies is the only person we, we both, both had. Yes, <laughs> unbelievable. Look, I'm sad to see Bob go, but. Jeez, I got excited when I saw it. Did you? <laughs> now, I thought what we would do uh, um, today, yep, which is uh, the 21st of May, uh, talk like Yoda Day for those okay. playing at home. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those people playing at home, you'll go, hang on, we had talk like Yoda Day last year. That's because tonight's my, no, Monday night, tonight is Tuesday yes. night. So well played for those radios who <laughs> picked that one up. Um, wow. <laughs> Uh, yes, so let's talk former Prime Minister Bob Hawke, Righto. who most people would say, regardless of what political slant you have, a lot of people will claim that Bob was generally a well-liked PM. I have actually said for a while now mm. that in my era mm. that I remember of Prime Ministers, he is the only person we've actually had as a Prime Minister mm. who I look at and think... Yes, you are a true leader of this country. Well, there you go. I've that's, never heard you say that. But. Yeah, I, that's a true leader. Like everyone else is just, I mean, this isn't, a lot of the time this is worldwide too. Like you look at the British and the Prime Minister and the, the President of the United States and all the rest. There's been ones that have come on where it's like, you know, are you really a leader or are you just a person that's elected? There you go. And for me, Bob Hawke was an actual leader. He was someone that the country was behind and he would stand up for the man as well. Well, I've heard the reason why most people like Bob is because he's one of the 
He was the last Prime Minister we've had that looked comfortable with a beer in his hand. <laughs> and I tell you what, he did that nearly up until his dying days too. Bloody hell. It was only a couple of years ago that he scowled a pint at the, was it the cricket or the footy? I can't remember which now. 2.5 pints of beer in 11 seconds is how Bob Hawke got into yeah, the Guinness Book of Records. A yard glass, ladies and gentlemen. That is impressive. And... um. And when he was asked about that, he said, this feat will endear me to many of my fellow Australians more than anything else I have ever achieved. He was right. It was. He was. Now, he was the people's prime minister, though. I mean, certainly back yes. then there was still kind of, you know, you had people that were Labor and people that were Liberal and all the rest. But when you look back at it now, he's one person that people don't have a bad word about. Oh, I've read online. Some oh, people look, I'm certain yeah. From a political point of view, I'm certain there I are. I think there are a lot of yeah. people, though. But, but geez, he was just held up. Have you done country. any research on Bob? No, I haven't. So, a little bit of Bob history, because I, I think we said that whoever, if you get a win, like if you get a point, we've got to do a bit of a eulogy, a bit about that person. Oh, actually, we were going to do that. I was so excited that one of us actually got one. You forgot all about but it. I forgot you about blew that. your load, and that was it. Yeah. In saying that, I did say also that... Uh, there are two other people actually participating now in this. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to get At those least. lists and your yes. list and my list, and I'm going to put those lists on our Facebook page too. So, Because people have forgotten who was on our list. We should put them up there. So we'll do that. We'll put the scores. And can I just put there, uh, Brad? Hmm. Wasn't going to give us his 10th person in person. Oh, sorry, um, over the Facebook. Yeah. Because for some reason it was so close to his heart. I don't Brad, understand. don't be a fucking wanker. Suck Give us a tenth person. Exactly. Suck it up. We've got to put it or, on your Facebook or list. Or it doesn't count. Or you don't play. Oh, don't do you, no, you no, play with nine. It. No, fuck it. You don't, oh, don't no, play. That's no. it. Give us your tenth person, Brad. Go on, do it. Yeah, go on. Go on, do you it. Know you want to. Um, <laughs> under Bob. But it's Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> under Bob, we went from God Save the Queen to Advanced Australia Fair. Did you know that? I didn't know that. There you go. Um, you know, you know what's under Bob? Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> and Hazel, <laughs> apparently at the same time. Oh. No, um, the one of the things I, th- I think I remember about Bob, which is my true memory, is I remember the day that Australia 2 won the America's yes. Cup. And the quote for those people who are playing at home uh, was, Bob said, oh. when Australia won the America's Cup, any boss who sacks his staff for being late to work must be a bum. Like... <laughs> As a Prime Minister, and he was wearing the Australian, Australian flag jacket. I just love that. I thought that was awesome. During his first term in office, he gained the highest popularity rating of any Prime Minister since the introduction of public opinion polls. When was, he, when was that? Probably about 86 or something, what it have been? The, um... uh, Bob went from the 11th of March, 83. No, this is um, Australia winning the Cup, though. Uh, well, it doesn't say on my very <laughs> limited amount of research. Uh, introduced Medicare. Yeah, I did know that one. In 1984, floated the Australian dollar, deregulated the Australian economy, reformed the tax thing. Here's one thing that I didn't know. Remember when, and it was images that went worldwide, um, the Tiananmen Square massacre, mm-hmm. which they don't call it that in China. I can tell you that for Dan Tootin. You're not even allowed to mention it when you go. Oh, really? Yeah, true story. It's still a little bit, shh, don't That's, mention that. I find it very strange that China would kind of police people's thoughts or feelings or... Me too. Yeah, that's very strange. Um, Didn't know that happened. Went on TV... Hi to wake Chinese listeners. Went, <laughs> Nihama, went on TV and broke down in tears and told the 20,000 Chinese students that were in Australia, you can stay permanently. You don't have to go home. Fuck, that's I awesome. I didn't know that. I kind of goosebumps yeah, and shivery on that's that. That's just like he was so moved by what happened. He went, you don't have to go home. If you want to stay, Australia's your home. We'll have you. Fuck. Isn't that a flip around from where we are now? Yeah, it's just like, and people go, oh, well, you know, it's just, it was 20,000 people, but that just sent a message to the world. This is not right and, and we'll take them. Yeah. It was just amazing. Um, he admitted to, obviously, uh, being unfaithful to Hazel. He divorced Hazel um, and then married Blanche. Um, vowed that by 1990, no Australian child would be living in poverty. I do remember that quote. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Mm. Um, and How had, unusual for a politician to promise something and not go through with it. Yeah, and I don't know whether or not that was his fault that he couldn't deliver. Nah, I think sometimes... Uh, I think that was very, being yeah, very, very hopeful. Yeah. Under deliver, yeah, but probably had the right intention. 
Yeah, and he was still in office when that went past as well. Um, I didn't know he was in the office. <laughs> yes, was he was. He was. Oh. He was head of stationery. <laughs> oh, cool! Because Ricky Gervais was great in that show. No, he was in the um, other version. Oh, the American one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Well, with the Australian version of the American version. Oh, the Australian version of the American version. Made by the, the BBC. Wow. Oh. There you go. Oh, made by the ABC. So only three people saw it. Um, <laughs> Great show, though. Great show. Um, had his glasses smashed after being hit in the oh, face yeah. with a cricket ball. After the Prime Minister's 11 versus the Parliamentary Press Gallery. And he said being hit in the face made him popular as it was seen in a sign that he'd rather take a bouncer than duck it. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, which was in- I interesting. I've got to say, it wasn't a great swing at the ball. It was not. But you know what? But he was out there. Intense. Fucking John. Didn't John Howard roll yeah, up for a ball and just made a dick out of himself? Didn't even start on the pitch. Um, uh, banned mining in Antarctica. I didn't know that. Yeah, but also supported uranium mining in Australia. So, nah, you know, nah, six or one half the other. <laughs> um, publicly revealed his daughter was addicted to heroin. Um. Led the ALP to a record fourth term in office. Was our third longest serving PM. Were they happy with that last season? Or was there a petition maybe that tried <laughs> to get him to redo the season all over again? And Is that when Howard came in? He could have been the tiny Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> um, and was holds the dubious honour of being the first Labor leader not to be voted out of office by the Australian people. Got ousted by Paul. Yeah, that's Keating. right. Yeah. He was the first Labor one to be... Wasn't he a cranky man? Paul Keating. There you go. Well, we can talk about Australian politics if you like, but that He's is... He's the kind of man that would have a, have a wank and be disappointed because he hadn't... Because things hadn't come together properly. <laughs> come together? Yes. I don't have things come together, but anyway... Um... Paul Keating, there's just something wrong with that man. There you go. Anyway, so the general consensus is I think Bob was – I think history has looked back upon him fondly and kindly. I think at the time um, when Paul got the job, there would have been um, – public opinion may not have been high, and that's why probably Paul got the job and was able to get the votes. Can't stay popular forever. You can't. But rest in peace, Bob. You uh, have changed a lot of Australia. And you've also – Kicked off our Celebrity Deadpool And you have kicked off our Celebrity Deadpool competition. For that, you will be remembered. Always, always. <laughs> and if not, that little green card that every pretty much every Australian has in their wallet is a tribute to him. It is. Hmm. Yeah, so um, it's like when they say, put out your bats, put out your Medicare cards. Put out your Medicare you cards, sit, people. Sit on your front step. That would be bloody hilarious, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hashtag put out your Medicare card. I don't know when there's a state... Maybe that's what we could try and petition for uh, online, <laughs> is that have Bob's casket not draped in the Australian flag, but draped in a Medicare flag. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Wouldn't it? Fuck, that'd be gold. Anyway. Bob, uh, other Bob. than that, though, um, disappointingly, mm. no other deaths since then on no. the celebrity Deadpool list. No. Um, have you got your list there in front of you just quickly? I don't, but I do have... Someone who I thought um, I should have had. Okay. None of us had Grumpy Cat. No, neither of us had Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat. And neither, neither of us had Apaz Lelivi. Okay. Now, I must admit, I didn't have him on the list. He was a Russian shepherd. Really? Yeah. Okay. Who claimed to be 123 years oh, old. come on. And was born under the last Tsar of Russia. So, um, there you go. Apparently, he passed away as well, but uh-huh. fucking 123. What's his name again? Uh, <laughs> Apaz <laughs> Iliv. Oh, Apaz Iliv. Rest in peace, Apaz. Um, <laughs> 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 mind me. you, here's the thing. Oh. There was a guy called uh, a Twik, A-T-E-E-Q, uh, Rafik, R-A-F-I-Q, who unfortunately died at a cinema. Oh, that would have been a movie experience. It was. It was in Birmingham Star City Complex. The 24-year-old father suffered a freak death after he got trapped in a cinema seat while searching for his keys and wallet. Went to Gold Class. He got trapped in the seat. Went to Gold Class, which has got the reclining seats. (laughs) Yep. Keys and wallet obviously fell down, decided to retrieve them himself. The mechanism self-closed. Did he get eaten by a chair? Got eaten by a chair, <laughs> cut off the blood supply, got crushed, 
and there's his wife in the dark going, and died at the cinema. Shit. Unfortunately, the article does Do not you know tell me was? what he was watching. <laughs> 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 that was oh, um, would have been so important. Isn't that the thing that that was what I looked for when I read the thing? I'm going. I know Troy's going to ask me what was he watching. It's important. <laughs> what was the last thing that he ever saw? Um, but apparently they're more focused on that he died in hospital and you know that the chairs are not safe. Speaking of movies, yes. I watched. Um, I said to you before we started the podcast, uh, I purchased uh, Terminator Two. On ultra high def disc, to Judgment watch. Day. Uh, it's a movie you had on Blu-ray. Oh, not on Blu-ray. On DVD. You know, for those who are young, DVD is a form of we used to put movies. It's still a form of disc. Yes. So it's you know you probably don't know them. <laughs> um, but Arnie Schwarzenegger. Yes. Great man of the eighties. A massive, but literally. And did you see what happened to him this week? What did Arnie do? He was in Africa. Bless him. And he was at a. He was like a um, a sports gala thing for kids and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it wasn't and his Arnie's no, world No, wasn't tour. doing his thing. No, um, and he was actually doing some filming using, I believe, it was someone else's phone filming mm. something. This guy has come up from nowhere behind him, done a huge big flying kick into his back. It's actually video of it. It looks phenomenal. He's he come up and, he's Arnold come up and done this big side flip kick and kicked him in the back. So you can see Arnie kind of go forward. Yes. Um, security guards have obviously pinned this guy and grabbed him and all the rest, and he's yeah. gone. Um, Arnie himself, though, right? <laughs> former, thought, former Mr. Universe, yep. former governor of California. Former Terminator. Former fucking former Terminator. Conan. The Barbarian. <laughs> not not Conan the, you know, goat herder. No, not the goat herder. No. He, he actually knew um, Azzy the Shepherd or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he actually thought he just got kind of tussled by someone in the crowd. Didn't even realise he'd been flip kicked in the back. Fucking king which kicked. Is pretty incredible. Or coward kicked. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> this is a complete reversal of everything that happens now. Mm. Um, he put on social media. A lot of you have asked, I'm not pressing charges. Oh, awesome. I hope this is a wake up call and the attacker gets his life on the right track. Fuck. What the hell? Anyone else that is, is a like. a man who is centered. <laughs> what the hell? But that's the same guy, like, remember we had Egg Boy? Oh, yeah. Um, Just talk away for a minute. I'm going to move my mic up. I've, I've had a bit of mic slippage, Joe. I feel like I'm actually, I'm bending down. I feel like a tiny Lannister. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. But when we had Egg Boy, they also showed that uh, Arnold got egged once. Oh, I didn't know that. And it hit him on the shoulder. And do you know what he did? Nothing. Just took his jacket off, handed yeah. it to someone, kept on walking. Now- he may not have realised what had happened. Did you see, though, that someone tried to egg the Prime Minister, the yeah. current Prime Minister, yes, and it just did say that. bounced off his head? Yeah. What the fuck was that person thinking? <sighs> Mental. Like, they saw, no doubt they had seen what happened to Egg Boy. No doubt at all. No question about it. Precedent. So why did they think that they would receive better treatment by doing it to the Prime Minister? You're fucking going to get shot. I guess they're lucky it's not America. They would be you shot. try to do that to the president, you'd be taken down. If exactly, I mean, yeah. I don't know what the code name that the uh, FBI use for El Presidente. I think it's the wig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Umpa Lumpa is down. I repeat, Umpa Lumpa is, is down. down. <laughs> no, they wouldn't call him Umpa Lumpa. Well, they'd, they'd Not to call, his face. No, they'd call him. Um, uh, oh, what was who was in charge of the Umpa Lumpas? Uh, um, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy's down. Willy's down. <laughs> we got a down Willy. <laughs> we got a Wonka on the floor. Free Willy. Free, Free Willy. Willy. <laughs> That's a different movie. Oh, that <laughs> sucks a different movie. I'm certain there's a parody of that. I'm sure there is. Um, yeah, oh. so I just don't get it. I don't understand why someone would look at the precedent of Egg Boy. And look, Egg Boy was young and was probably a little bit didn't think Past, yeah, look, a little bit naive. I don't think had had a great thought behind what he was doing. Yeah, wanted I think, to make a bit of a difference. I don't think he thought past the egg making contact. No, I don't reckon he did either. I thought he he knew what he wanted to achieve is gain attention to what he thought was an important issue, um, and make a statement. But I don't think he thought past. I'll egg him, and then what's going to happen? Hmm. He think he might have thought oh, I'll get taken away or I'll I'll get you know scurried by what security. Happened? happened pretty quick. <laughs> Fucking oath it did. So, but I don't think he thought much past it. But this, 
I think it was a woman, a lady, yeah, who tried to egg the prime minister. Um, and here's the thing. And this is where she looked like the kind of person that would do it. Did she now? Like it looked like once again, it looked like someone was a bit entitled. Like you know, the, I don't know. Listen, I don't know anything about this person. Was it a free range jig? Um, <laughs> it looked like a free range human. Right. Okay. Yeah. And Scomo came out of it smelling like roses because a, a member of the CWA went down, and he's lent her a hand. Innocent bystander got hit, yep. and um, he's come out smelling like roses. But and that's probably why he's a prime minister. Maybe. Ghost Gomo. Ghost Gomo. That's a just a manky name, is it? Scomo. I just it Scotty, Scotty Mo. Scotty Mo sounds good. Yeah, it sounds, sounds cool. a bit kind of rapperish. Hip Scomo. To the groove. Scomo yeah. sounds like something that the I know that who have just decided as a new virus. Maybe for those who don't know who it's world. Health organization, just to show that I'm smart. Look at you. Yeah, I know. Mr. TLA. Incredible, <laughs> eh? All right, what else is going on? Um, actually, I've got a funny one. This Do is something know. I saw locally. Oh. I saw this the other day. Mm. Now, I work, I've worked in retail a lot of my years. For the mm. last eight, nearly nine years, I've worked in advertising with the local radio station. Yes. So you see a lot of advertising messages come through. And, and I think it also, it's like when you buy a new car, suddenly you see that car everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when you work in a certain industry, you take notice of what happens within that industry. Of course. It's just, it opens your eyes up to those areas. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a ladies' national store called Suzanne's. This goes with that at Suzanne's. It's been around for oh, decades. Well, I know the name. I know yeah. the I know the slogan, but then I yep. am an advertiser's wet dream. True, but I remember there you go. It. The slogan. We remember that. This, this goes, goes with, with that, that. At, at Suzanne's. Yeah. Guess what they've got in their window at the moment? This is weird. It's a hardcore porn. No, it's not. It just says Suzanne, only for women. Oh, well, the LBGTIQ plus community must be outraged. But it actually here's an interesting thing. I consider myself to be a pretty rational person in this day and age. Mm. I don't understand the the uh, the plight of other people. So Suzanne, Suzanne for women. I've actually got a, the writing underneath the name, bold writing. Yep. Only for women. Only for women. Only. So that's the negative term. Only for women. So men, not welcome. Men, not welcome. Transgender. Well, that's, not to me, welcome. it says not welcome. So you, if you're someone that, it's not my thing, but I understand there are many people out there that like to cross-dress. If you're um, trans- so- Fair enough. Whatever. That means that essentially that window is saying, you're not welcome here. What if you've got a mad Monday coming up? Where the fuck are you going to get your frock from? <laughs> is that too- I'm not going I, to Suzanne's I to I just get found it. it really interesting. Only for women. Only for women. And maybe this is because I'm male, white, and middle-aged. But imagine if there was a shop that said, men only. There'd be a bit more outrage over that, wouldn't you imagine? I reckon there would be. Like- I thought about it afterwards. Like, wouldn't you? Couldn't you have something like um, feel like a woman? Oh, I would feel. Like, I do feel like that, a woman. That's a positive message. And you could try and team it up with a bit of Shania Twain. You could. Man, um, I feel like. I just a said woman. it was interesting. The person that came up with the slogan "Only for women." Only for women. Did they have to state it? Because, like, when I think Suzanne's, there's not much in my thought process that goes. Yeah, I could probably pick myself up a pair of strides. Just so you know, I'm just going to show Joe the picture. That's the shop window. Oh. It's bold. Oh, but no, hang on. What you don't realise, Roadies, is this is not a poster. I thought it was a poster. No, no. This is actually this is, part of their logo and everything at the moment. That's, you know, but this is etched or this is a- It's in the window. A vinyl print yeah. on the glass. Mm. It's like a decal. A decal. Of, there so. you go. That's exactly what I was after. But it's, it's not, not a poster that no. is just hanging. It's a decal that someone's put on there. And I was in Launceston on the weekend. It's Ooh. not just Bernie. I mean, this is their it's a national, campaign. national campaign. I just found it really interesting. Do you? Think- and it might not be coming from that direction, but I found it's interesting that you would have a campaign that already has a bit of a negative slant to it. Or a men just fucking it up for everyone. Like, are they getting too many blokes in there and they're like, fucking stop True. it? Or am I just thinking two PC? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you are. Maybe you're just too sensitive. Maybe, maybe I've skewed the other way a little bit. Maybe you're not woke enough. Maybe I'm not woke enough. Maybe what it is. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe what it is, though. Like, it's that fucking Gary goes in there. He's like, Gary. Fucking, you know what? 
I wouldn't mind a frock. <laughs> I'll duck into Suzanne's. I reckon. I don't reckon Gary would do that. Barry would they? A fucking oath, Barry would. <laughs> Barry be keen. The problem is when Barry tries to get himself. He like Barry goes in there and he's he's been up bush. He comes down. He goes. I need some pantyhose, <laughs> but I want to use my Suzanne's card. <laughs> <laughs> Is is that in your is that in your wife's name? No, it's my bloody card. I got yeah. my own Suzanne's yeah. card. Have you seen the window, Barry? <laughs> Fuck the bloody window! I I identify as a woman, no matter what my beard says. <laughs> uh, Look, I don't think men should be worried about it. No, I don't think men can even be outraged. No. <laughs> I don't think. And I wasn't outraged. No, I wasn't I'm sure you're not. From my point of view, no. I think the only group of people that possibly could be uh, jaded, maybe even as too strong a word, would be the trans community. Mm. Who go, yeah, why is it only for women? Yeah. Why is it only? Especially when it's in Tasmania where we have men, women, and non-specified as an official gender as per birth that's a, certificate. That's a legality now. Yes. So maybe Suzanne, whoever you are, you surly woman, you. Do you reckon Suzanne's a real name? I don't know. <laughs> or would you reckon she was really a Sharon and she tries to fancy herself up for the shop front? A Sharon. And calls herself Suzanne. Shazza. Shazza. Shazza Because <laughs> it was. It was Shazza who started this. She started on the Janome. She used to go down a spotlight, whip a couple of patterns up on the Janome, <laughs> sell them out of a garage. Janome. God, I haven't heard that for a long time. <laughs> You've been to Spotties recently. Oh, Surely you would have seen that. Man, I don't know anyone. Yep. And I've spoken to a few people lately that have listened to that episode. Yes. I don't know of anyone. They don't know of anyone that it calls, calls it, it Spotties. spotties. Really? You're making the shit up. No, mum. Seriously? Your mum is chat- the only one. Have a chat to your other mum. <laughs> <laughs> or even, oh, Troy, have a chat to Merle. What's she call it? Is she a spotty's girl? I don't know whether mum would be a spotty's girl. Is she into the home craft side? Is Not she really. so? Look, she or... used to do a little bit of um... knitting. No, no, I was thinking, what is it when you get the, all the photos in the bloody book? Collage. And, yeah. It's not called collage. Creative or... memories. No, it's not even called that. Oh, um, fuck something you. booking. Scrapbooking. Scrapbooking. Thank yeah, you. you. That's the, the proper woke term. <laughs> well, no, I think that's the generic term. And what I gave you was the branded term yeah, of. But... of uh, and whatever it was. You've been wanky. I only probably got a spotty to call that. <laughs> <laughs> but mum, see, mum's been a knitter from way back. I remember as a teenager, we would be able to, mum, every winter, mum would do a knitted jumper for everyone in the family. Oh. And you got to choose the, the yarn and the pattern. And she must have had something from the 80s, some sort of knitting pat book. And I remember I had one that was blue and black. So it was a fat blue stripe, very thin blue stripe, and then it had a yellow cable knit down one side. And I thought I was wow. the bee's knees. Oh, there's no doubt you were. I was not. I've looked at photos since, and I looked like a loser. <laughs> Mind you, speaking of looking like a loser. Oh, thanks, mate. This person's not, but a big shout out to Karen. 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 I was... Um, at a place of my employment, and they mm-hmm. had a couple of temps in, and this person's gone, Joe? And I've gone, yes. Joe Mather? Yes. Joseph Mather? I went, mm, only when I'm in trouble. And she told me her name, went to fucking school with her. <laughs> I haven't seen her in 30 years. Um, did and you recognise her? I did. As soon as she said her name, I just, I pictured her 30 years younger with ginger hair, very straight bangs. Oh, another ginger. Yeah, yeah, it was a ginger. Not- You're doing that in clusters? Not any, yeah, they do. Uh, not as ginge now, a few years on. Being genetically modified. Um, no, <laughs> but it was just, it warmed the cockles of my heart because she was very kind as a young girl. Um, she could be a bitch now, but I don't think she is. She seemed very kind when I saw her today and yeah. was quite pleasant to chat to. So maybe she might be a roadie. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> I, it's surprising who is. You know what? It means. <laughs> It really is, and I don't know why. <laughs> so I'm going to throw a funny little story in, because mm. we're getting towards the end of our hour. Funny ha-ha or funny peculiar? Bit of both. Bit of both? Yeah, bit of oh, both. The voice went up a little bit there. Yeah, it did actually, didn't it? <laughs> Damn puberty. Um, It'll happen yeah, so eventually for you, mate. <laughs> this is an Arizona story. 
I do yeah. love a good story in Arizona. Do you? Yeah, I just do. Deep inside Arizona. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> if she's lucky. <laughs> so, Rodney Puckett. Just, <laughs> like, I, knew, that, I once knew a girl from Nantucket. Like, that's just... <laughs> just it's an Arizona name, isn't it? Is that spelt P-H-U? No, there's no, there's no silent H. Oh, so it's not no, Puckett. No, it's, it's not Puckett. Pronounced... It's not Bouquet Bucket. No, it is actually Puckett. Puckett. With a double T. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, Rod. Good old Rod Puckett. Oh, Puckett. <laughs> um, do, you reckon there's a, do you reckon there's a local saying in Arizona? Oh, he's pucked again. <laughs> well, old mate, he's pucked it. old mate Rod was Rod. a bit hungry. Did he go fishing? Well, no, but what are you going to do when you're hungry? If you're in, if you're in your Jack's. car, what are you going to do? Drive through. Exactly, drive through. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And in the Americas, they are spoiled for choice. Oh, are they? It's not just Hungry Jacks, McDonald's and KFC. You've got anything and everything. And in and out Yep. Yep. Subway. You fucking- Anything. California, you fucking uh, Mexican. <laughs> Taco drive through Yep. Awesome. There you go. So, Rodney Puckett in Arizona. Yes. He's hungry. Rodney. He's in his car. Yes. He's naked. <laughs> of course he is. He's 70. So hang on, <laughs> yeah, Seven. I'm throwing little little gems in here just so to see is, how you react to is this. Is he podcasting with anyone? <laughs> I don't know. He's not podcasting. Okay. No, he's not. It's not a naked podcast. <laughs> so he's a 70 year old naked man who's hungry, driving through Arizona, yep. Yep. and his last name is Puckett. Puckett. Yeah, his wife's in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is she giving him a wristy now? <laughs> the the people in the drive through, Mr. and Mrs. Puckett. <laughs> the people in the drive through. Was she naked too? <laughs> no, she wasn't naked. Okay. No. Um, she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the story just gets better. Recently, or are we talking <sighs> wrapped in linen cloth and? <laughs> <laughs> Had she been exhumed well, for the road trip? The people uh, in the restaurant, because they call it a restaurant. It's not, McDonald's is still called a restaurant here. It's the family restaurant. Yeah, so they, they've gone through drive through They're a little bit concerned because uh, they can thought I just, I'm- Can I just interject? Yeah. I honestly believe if it's got drive through you shouldn't be calling it a restaurant. I completely agree. Yeah. It's anyway, not a restaurant. Carry on. Right. Uh, <laughs> they're a little bit concerned like because old Mr. Puckett, <laughs> who's driving his bucket- Yes. <laughs> he just gets away now. Um, <laughs> they thought he was naked. He actually had some underwear on, though. This was discovered later on. But they thought he was naked. Well, had, this is weird. Yeah, the tidy, uh, that's yep. the weird bit. Yeah. <laughs> and his but wife. mind you, Arizona wouldn't be unusual to see a gentleman riding around topless, shirtless. Oh, I wouldn't think so. That's a fairly hot state. Yeah. Hmm. This was a hot state of affairs. Bloody oath. Anyway, carry on. So I'd be concerned um, that there's a virtually naked old man driving a car around. Yes. With a, a woman that seemed unconscious in the passenger seat. Right. <laughs> so they called the police, as you would. 911. So the Arizona police. <laughs> the have, finest. Have caught up with Mr. Puckett. Phoenix's finest. Phoenix's. Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yep. Um, it's not in Phoenix, though. It's is in it? um, Eloy. E- I don't even know where um, Eloy is. E L O Y. I assume it's pronounced Eloy. E L O Y. Eloy. 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 Road is in Arizona. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know the pronunciation. Probably called Bruce. So they pulled him over. Yes. And it worked out. He did have some underwear on. He wasn't naked, which, good on him. Good for you. Yeah. You know, he's sitting that away. So, but what's happened is, um, there is, they're not really sure how she died, other than the fact that there was some blunt trauma to the head. Oh, shit, son. But there's no, they don't know yet exactly how that happened. They mm. just believe it might be a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But his his story was that uh, where's it gone to? They um they were going on a and I'll, yeah. here we go. They were planning an, an unplanned trip, <laughs> right? It was an unplanned trip. Hence the reason he's yeah. only wearing his jocks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and there was an accident that happened. Mm-hmm. So he just decided to put it back in the car mm-hmm. and keep going. Fuck, what are you going to do with it by the side of the road? Can't just I, leave it there. You can't. Like, it's not his fault. What am I going to do? What's her name? Mavis? Betty? Didn't actually say what his Hang wife's on, name Puckett. was. Oh, Linda. Linda Puckett. Linda Puckett. So she's Lin- 74. Linda's pucked it, and she's shuffled off this mortal coil, 
fucking not on anyone's celebrity Deadpool. Um, and he's gone, well, what do we do? I'll take my clothes off and put it back in the car. They, um, the thing that really made it weird... Is he went thing, through a drive-thru. Well, no, <laughs> that, the thing that made him think it's a bit weird, Yep. other than the fact that you got the wife that looks a bit unconscious in the passenger seat. Blunt force you got the husband that looks naked. Yep. Um, she was laying with her head on the floorboard and her legs on the headrest. <laughs> oh. So He'd put her in upside she down. She wasn't even in there normally. <coughs> so it wasn't even like a weekend at Bernie's scenario where it could be, oh, Linda, how are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm really good, thanks. <laughs> like, good. It's not that. It's not that. Um, he's put her in upside down. But this is a man also that's in his underwear, driving around with his dead wife in the car on an unplanned trip through Arizona Doing an through drive-through. So do you really expect that this man knows which way is up? <laughs> Can I just... And I, roadies, I'm telling you now, this is in bad taste. So if you don't like bad taste, oh, Jesus. stop listening. Okay. <laughs> Did he need a cup holder? Oh... <laughs> Joe Mather. Sorry. That's the kind of thing I'd say. Wow. You know the thing I love about this, and this happens a lot with our podcasts, we bookend really well. Right? The podcast basically started with a story about a pussy, and now it's ended with one. How good's that? I'm sorry. That was funny, though. I thought so. It really was. <laughs> no, that's that's actually one of the funniest things you've come out randomly with. Because you don't normally go down that track. That's my job. <laughs> sorry. I'm very impressed. <sighs> but that's just a, it's a weird story. Like, so, and that's, so that's all we know. That's buckets? all we know. Yeah, he's obviously been uh, taken into custody. Yes. Uh, all of it says that police now consider that the death was suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. And do you know what his last words were? Mm. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Initially, though, they, <laughs> they just charged him with basically um, consider, um, um, moving a body. That's what the initial charge was. And I think... Because if, that's illegal to move a dead body, obviously. You need to alert authorities. Well, she was alive when I put her in the car upside down. Yeah. And I was trying to get the blood to the bit that it needed it, which was her head. <laughs> so, you know, when people are feeling faint... You're supposed to lie them down and put their elevate their legs. That's fair call. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. So maybe if he had have said that's what I was trying to do, I think going through an in and out burger was the downfall. <laughs> an in and out burger, I love <laughs> that. Not a restaurant. No. In and out burger. Yep. Um I think that was his downfall. If he had have pulled into the local emergency, he might have got away with it. But stopping off for a burger and fries on the way. Yeah. And also on the radio <laughs> at the time you could just inside out. You turn me upside down. <laughs> round, round. Where's your cup going to go? Oh, there. There's a little hole. <laughs> uh, let's move on from that because that just got silly. It did. All right. Now, is there anything that can calm us down, build a bit of serenity oh. to this podcast, a bit of normality to this podcast? Normality. Well, I'm hoping, because uh, I'm about to pop an aneurysm at the moment. Yeah, we, we have a bit of advice. So. Do we? Yeah, we can do that. Let's get that okay, on. Okay, righto. Let's go with that. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Caitlin from Colorado <laughs> contacted me this week, not needing advice, but instead wanting to pass on some of her advice to my followers. Oh, shit. Caitlin would like to take this moment to remind everyone just how important it is to give blood. Mm. And wanted to let you all know that not all heroes wear capes. I'm not sure what that means, because Iron Man and Captain America <laughs> never wore a cape and they were heroes. So the saying hardly feels relevant, but the <laughs> message is very important. <laughs> I commend you for being brave enough to give of yourself. Well done, you beautiful soul. I, though, hate to admit that I tend to faint when I give blood. And for that reason, do not give of myself in that way. But it was in trying to give blood that I found my calling 
as a teacher and a spiritual leader of humanity. I remember it so well. (laughs) A nurse, terribly sexual, was about to insert the needle. I felt woozy and was trying to take my mind off the syringe, so I asked what blood type I was. (laughs) It was then that everything went black. I was surrounded by darkness. Moments later, I woke in her arms. She smiled, looked into my eyes lovingly and said just two words. Be positive. (laughs) Ever since then, I've been exactly that. Thank you. And bless. your wife and you are having an argument and she goes I am so angry right now do not put a tea towel over her shoulders and say now you're super angry (laughs) doesn't help the situation on that absolute silliness oh dearie me oh I'm going to need a minute (laughs) now <laughs> oh, you are brilliant. Oh. I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs>